listening to Company Inc. Company Inc. is an audio diary of two business owners living, working, and sleeping together. My name is Lisa Butler. I code websites on WordPress for bloggers and creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at lmb.com. And my name is Jesse Graglia. I do video and podcast editing for creative entrepreneurs. You can find me at soundmind.pro. Welcome to episode eight. Episode eight. We're talking about daily routines. Interesting. So, and basically how Jesse and I don't have any. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. We have, we like to follow loose routines. Yes. So this is, this is not going to be a kind of um, routine advice show where we tell you all the latest tips and tricks for you know, optimizing your day and being the most productive ever. This is the best routine. We're not going to tell you that. So we're going to tell you do what works for you. Yeah. If you were looking for fantastic advice on the most optimal routine for your day, you ain't going to find it here. Based on science. No, we are. And a bunch of crap. We're going to tell you what our routine looks like and how it differs from what normal routines look like, or at least what society says a normal team routine looks like. Yeah. So this is to make you feel better about throwing the routines out the window. Yeah. If you have, and doing whatever you want, if you have an unorthodox routine, it's okay, man. It's okay. Embrace it. Yeah. We have. Absolutely. And we're going to tell you why. So. Um, your grandfather has a phrase. I've heard him say it many times because, okay. He said it like need, all my life. Yeah. And we need to give a little backstory here that we get flack. We get pushback. We get poked by a our family. We, yeah, we get fed a bunch of crap by our families because we have such a strange schedule. Because we're not morning people. Nope. That's that's what I get crap about is because I'm not a morning person. Correct. And my grandfather thinks that this is entirely in my head and that I can train myself to be a morning person. Mm-hmm. This is not true. No, I am 100% positive that being a morning person or being a night person is biological. Mm-hmm. It is not a choice. Nope. It's not a choice. So your grandfather has a saying? And I've heard it tell you, I've heard him tell you this phrase many times when he's given you crap about waking mm-hmm. up so late. He says, uh, early to bed, early to rise makes a person healthy, wealthy, and wise. Now. And he also does the early bird gets the worm. Oh, everybody says that. So I don't disagree with your grandfather at all. But. That's not the only way you can be healthy, wealthy, and wise. That's like that's like not the only path to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Yeah. That's not the only path, I believe. So the healthy path is eight hours of sleep when you decide to take it. Yeah. Well, how about ten? How does Ooh, that sound? Ten sounds even better. See, I used to be I used to be an eight hour sleep a night type of dude. But that's when I had a very strict routine, a very strict schedule. I had a normal job. I'd have to wake up before 8 o'clock. I had my alarm set. 
for that time. And I'd wake up that time almost every single day. So my body got so used to it, going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, your body becomes a creature of habit. So even on the weekends when it's like, oh yeah, man, I'll get to sleep in. I'll get to stay up late and play all my video games. <laughs> my body was still getting tired at the same time, around the same time. I never had time. that problem. And I was always waking up around the same time. Like I'd wake up at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. I could be like, why, body? Why you do this? I guess I'm a champion sleeper because when I had a traditional job where I, I was waking up at the going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time every single day, weekends, I still stayed up late and slept in without fail. Wow. No problem. See, my, my body adapted. Never any problem. I adapted. But that also means that, like, I have never been one of those people who can wake up without an alarm clock at a specific time. Like, it's just a crapshoot when I wake up if I don't set an alarm, which is yeah. fine. I prefer it that way. And I've have finally come to terms with it and don't feel guilty about it anymore. Um, I did set before I moved in with Jesse, I was setting an alarm just to make sure that I was getting enough work done during the day because our we would be spending evenings together and so I didn't have that time to work uh, but now that we live together you know we see each other all the time and we'll eat dinner together so we're still spending time together in the evenings but then we can kind of go back to doing our own thing so it's less important for me to wake up early to maximize my day because I have my evenings free now mm -hmm. so I really only have to do that when I make plans with other people or if we decide that we want to go swimming, but even then we go swimming pretty late at night. Yeah. We'll go around like eight o'clock and, you know, so I still have plenty of time to work and I can always come home and work afterwards. So there's not that pressure of, okay, well, this is how many hours you have to fit in work because right. I mean, for the most part, we were working with his work schedule. And so yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, so I really, I had to kind of adjust my routine and work when he was working so that we could see each other. Yeah. And I could still get all my work done. Yeah, and that was when I had a very strict routine because it revolved around work. And on a normal day, you know, I was never working eight hours a day. It was nine to nine and a half every day. And um, so I'd get home. At say so I you know my day started at nine o'clock, but I wouldn't get home till six six thirty, and then if I had plans with Lisa, well that was my entire day, you know I would do nothing else. It was work, hang out with Lisa. Yep, and that was it. So then that job went away. Yay! The job was terrible. <laughs> if, you, if you don't get it yet, <laughs> that job was terrible. Um, it wasn't all terrible, but... No, it wasn't all terrible. The people were fantastic. Upper management, terrible. Yeah. That's why they're bankrupt. <laughs> so that job went away. Yay. And I got a new job that didn't work out. So that went away. Mm, I'm still kind of... Still kind of torn about that one because it was a good job and the people were fantastic. And it was, it was, it was all on me. It was the fact that my... I couldn't get over my anxiety, you know? To do that job. So that well, went away. Well, I mean, you spend 40 hours minimum 
working. So you better enjoy the work that you do. Yeah. And I guess if you're anxious about it, that's really not good for you. Yeah. So I had to say goodbye to that job willingly. I had to step up and talk to my manager and be like, sorry, man, I can't do it. So that went away. And now my schedule is whatever the hell I want it to be. (laughs) And at the beginning, that really threw me for a loop. And it kind of still does. Not really. But at the beginning, it it really did because it was like, okay, well, what do I do? Well, I wake up. Well, I don't have to get dressed immediately. I don't have to do anything immediately. This is weird. And my body was so trained to waking up at a certain time that I kept waking up at that time. (laughs) I would only sleep for seven and a half hours a night. Regardless. So uh, I have broken out of that routine. Now I, God knows when I'm going to go to bed. God knows when I'm going to wake up. Who knows? I'm pretty sure that I slept until at least 10 o'clock the first day I worked for myself full time. (laughs) Man, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing it. I'm sleeping in because I can. And then I worked in my PJs all day because I could. Right on. (laughs) Heck yeah. That was how I celebrated my first day of work in my working full time. That's amazing. Yeah. Love it. Pretty awesome. So now our routines kind of. Okay. Well, we should say that the routines are very similar now. Kind of. Yeah. I would say they're pretty similar. And I think we had similar tendencies to begin with. And so. Yeah. I think living together just kind of. They molded together. Yeah. Because. Like, I remember telling you that I was still waking up early in the morning and you're like oh that'll change and it didn't take long and it didn't take long but it did and it did it did change it did change to where now i'm going to bed later because i am a night owl if my body does not get tired i usually don't go to bed until i feel tired and now i have i can do that because i don't have to get up in the morning i don't have to get a certain amount of sleep oh i should also say that if I get less than seven and a half hours in a night, I might as well cancel the day. I'm the same way. Because I am useless the entire day. It doesn't matter how long it takes for my gears to kick in from normally waking up. If I get less than that amount of sleep, the gears never yeah. kick in. It's I'm I, not as I don't think I'm as bad as you, but Man, I will tell you that, that if I had a bad night's sleep or if I went to bed late, later than usual for some reason, or if I had to wake up earlier for some reason and I got like six hours of sleep, I might as well just not do anything that day. I am completely worthless. It's mm-hmm. crazy how my body absolutely needs that seven and a half to yeah. eight hours. Um, some in people fact, do four hours and I'm like, <sighs> Oh yeah, we were that. talking. We uh, we were hanging out with my family this past weekend, and uh, we were over there. And uh, Quincy had his girlfriend over, Megan, and we were talking about sleeping. How we were talking about this exact subject: how certain people need certain amounts of sleep to be useful. Well, Megan pops up, pipes up, and says. I can I can go on four hours. And we were like, what? Yeah. Are you crazy? 
four hours, I'd be a I'd be a zombie. Is that some kind of superpower? Seriously, <laughs> is that something that you can like put in a pill and give to us? She's a superhero. Four <laughs> hours of sleep. Get out of here. Now we are not. She's people. also much much younger than us. I couldn't do it when I was her age, though. I yeah. I I've been like that my entire life. Yeah. Even when I was a teenager, if I did not get enough sleep, I was just bleh all day. I pulled a few all-nighters my freshman year in college and the I like it worked out the first few times and then the last time I did it, I had a paper due. I waited till the night before to write it, of course. And it was in the middle, it was uh it was during finals or I think it was like during dead week or something. Um, and I just like, I had already, I think I pulled a, an all nighter the week before for a test, uh, studying for a test that was on my birthday. So I pulled an all nighter. I like, uh, I went to class at like nine o'clock on my birthday and came back and slept the rest of the day. <laughs> nice. So I think since I had already pulled one all nighter, like really close to that, I was just like staring at a blank screen like I can't I can't write anything and I had to go ask for an extension because I just couldn't I couldn't do it. I yeah. needed more sleep mm-hmm. and I never did an all nighter after that. I was like, nope, I'm not capable. This is just not going to happen. Yeah. Yep. I did an all nighter once and it was the worst thing I ever did. The worst thing I wanted to sleep during the day like I actually wanted to go to bed. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the day, I did it do that when I worst. whenever I did pull all nighters, I I would still I if I could skip a class, I would to sleep. But if I couldn't, I would just go to my classes and then I'd nap in between them all. Oh my goodness! And I would nap all day long. That's crazy. Yeah, it was insane. I don't know. I don't know how I did it. Yeah. So. Sleep is obviously part of your routine. My, you know, my sleep schedule is crazy out of whack now. Like I said, I pretty much just go to bed when I'm tired. Well, that might not be till two in the morning now. Mm-hmm. So Though I think we do try to go to bed around the same time. So we're not waking each other up. I mean, it's not. Sometimes you usually, I usually go, to go to bed first. Yeah, but... I usually go to bed first and I'll crawl in there. Because I, I, well, I at least try to go to bed before he does because he's a light sleeper. I can sleep through anything, so it doesn't matter if he gets in bed after me. Yep. But if I get in bed after him, I'm probably waking him up. Absolutely. Guaranteed. So. Guaranteed. But that's another conversation for another podcast. <laughs> the sleep, the, the whole sleep situation. So, um, should we go into specifics about the routines? Sure. And you said earlier, um, you know, we were talking about how the routine is whatever you want it to be. Yeah. And how we keep a very loose routine. Mm-hmm. And this is beneficial in a lot of ways because, well, shit happens. Yeah. During your day. Yeah. You know, you. I like having the ability to switch stuff up on the fly. Like, I don't like having such a strict routine where if part of that routine doesn't get done, well, it throws off your entire day. Mm -hmm. I never liked having, like, plans like that, you know? Like, 
the only time I think that's really good, and this is just my opinion, obviously, is like when you go on vacation to Disney World or some place where there's lots to see and lots to do. Yeah. And then you make a plan of yeah. what's going to go on throughout the day. And you do that so you can get the most out of your stay there. Yeah. So some people will take that train of thought and um, apply it to their workday if they're working from home. Mm-hmm. Well, to get the most out of my workday, I need to stick to this routine, this schedule, you know? And if that works for you, great. I don't think it works for us. Just no, I tried it and it doesn't work for me. Yeah. I like the ability to be able to just switch it up completely whenever I want. Yeah. You know? And if something comes up where my mother needs help or we're going to, we decide to go out to dinner or just something comes up, we can be like, okay, we can fly by the seat of our pants yeah, and be like, that's fine. We're not going to be like, oh, well, let me check my calendar. Let me check my, uh, my daily planner here. Oh, well, in 15 minutes, I got to do this. And an hour after that, I got to do this. So I can't change anything. Mm-hmm. I don't like that feels like I'm chained down. I like the freedom. Yeah. Freedom. <laughs> yeah, I like that I can uh work when it's when I'm feeling most productive. Mhm. And so when I tried working by a routine, for me it was just you know, I I found myself sitting at my desk doing nothing for periods of time when I could be doing something else, but I felt, oh, this is my work time. I need to be working. And if I'm not sitting at my computer, I'm not working. And so now I just kind of pay attention to my energy and how I'm feeling about the things on my to-do list. And so if I'm feeling kind of low energy and I don't have a lot of brain power, I'll pick the things that don't take a lot of brain power and knock those off my list or I'll just get up and take a break and do something else like I'll go take a shower or you know anything like that um that I can do that just doesn't require brain power and that way you know I'm still getting something done but it doesn't have to be work so that when I do come back to work I'm feeling that much more productive and I can just get it done faster than if I sit there and try to force it yeah, I like the idea of going by your feelings mm-hmm. than going by a schedule. Because sometimes you just don't feel up to it. And, you know, you can't feel that way all the time. There has to be a time eventually where you feel up to it so you can get the work done. Yeah, you do have to kind of put your nose in your work sometimes when you're not feeling it. Mm-hmm. You, you don't always have the flexibility to say, okay, I don't feel like doing this right now. If you've got a lot of stuff on your to-do list, then you've got to kind of buckle down and and figure out ways to get through it. And for me, that's like maybe I'll take a few short breaks throughout the work that I'm doing and just make sure that I'm always coming back. Like I'm not taking these really long breaks. Yeah. Um, I'm just doing things like like taking a shower. I'm not taking a three-hour nap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, where I'm not getting anything done or I'll go run to the grocery store or something like that. You know, something that I can do quickly 
Um, I mean, depending on the time of day, obviously, like sometimes the grocery store is not a quick trip, but no, not if you're going at five o'clock. Yeah, for real. But, you know, that's the other thing about having a flexible schedule is that we can go to the grocery store at two o'clock in the afternoon and nobody's there. Yeah, it's great. So we just kind of we do we we do things on off peak hours, I guess you would say, like we tend to eat out. During the week when there aren't as many people. Instead of on the weekends. We tend to grocery shop during the work day when there's not as many people. Because for us, it's like, you know, I know for me, certainly, I can't put in more than an hour and a half to two hours of heavy work. before. You know, after that, I'm going to need a break. Even if it's something short, even if it's just getting out of my office and playing with the dogs for a minute. Like, I just know that I'm going to need to get away from my computer. And or even if it's just like switching gears and doing a different kind of task than what I've been doing for the last two hours. Yeah. Um, I just know that that's kind of my limit. And I think that's something you just learn the more you work. And then if you give yourself permission to experiment and try different things. Like I tried the Pomodoro technique and I still think it's a great technique. Um, and it worked really well for me for a long time. If you're not familiar with it, it's you, uh, set a timer and you work for 25 minutes and take a five minute break and you just keep doing that. And I mean, I worked, I worked that way for the longest time. Um, but you know, it just, it's one of those things you just have to like try different things out until you find something that works for you. Yeah, everybody's different. Like for me, if I get my nose into something and I get rolling, like if I get going, like the the gears are really going and everything is clicking, I'm not going to stop. Nothing will stop me. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do that when working on like a bunch of computers at the same time at my old job. Or um, actually one of the things that I would actually lock my door for at the old job was doing paperwork because it was so boring and repetitive. But once I got into the groove of doing it, it was literally data entry. Mm -hmm. You know, I'd have all these laptop forms of laptops that I've handed out and I need to put it into the system. Well, when you do that, you know, you gave out 50 to 100 laptops. I have all these forms with all this information I have to put in. I'd lock my door because I found over time, of course, like you said, you have to experiment, figure out what works. But I found that when I would get interrupted in the middle of that, it would take me more time to get back into it to get Mm -hmm. going again. Absolutely. So I would actually lock my door. I would go down there and be like, I am dedicating this time to doing this task because I know once I get going, I don't want to stop. Yeah. Because I can just get it done that much quicker. That's just getting in the groove. So you have to know where your groove is. You know, if you're able to quickly get in the groove and you like frequent breaks, 25 minutes working, five minute break. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. But if you get in, if you're a type of person that gets in a groove and you don't want to get out of the groove, well, just keep going. Yeah. You know, that's what ended up happening, especially that worked better for me when I was doing design and development. So I was doing different kinds of tasks every day. Um, and now that I only do development work, I need that time to focus 
on whatever template I'm working on. And so I'll do the template from start to finish and I'll just keep going with it. Um, but if I were to set a timer and take a break in the middle of it, then I'd lose my momentum. Right. So it also depends on the kind of work that you're doing, what kind of schedule is going to work for you. Yeah. Um, I think Pomodoro is great if you are switching gears a lot, but since I don't, then it got to the point where it wasn't really working out for me. Yeah. And there was a, there was a program that I learned about. I don't remember what it was called some time ago where, and it kind of fits more into your line of working. Like it kind of fits your schedule more. It was, it broke up the day into two hour blocks. So you'd be working for two hours, then you rest for two hours, then you play for two hours, and then you plan for two hours. And the planning stage was literally planning what you were going to work on for the next two hours. Mm-hmm. So, um... I don't think I ever need two hours to plan. <laughs> I don't think anybody needs two hours to plan. I don't know why it was two hours to plan, but, I mean, I get the I get the thought behind it. If you plan ahead on the work you're going to do like say you have multiple tasks well i'm going to do this one then i'm going to do this one then i'm going to do this one there's no thought in between when it's actually time to get down to work yeah you just go right through your tasks and get them done yeah so i could see the science behind it but i don't know if you need two hours to do it to kind of think about it's probably just a loose yeah but it breaks that it breaks the day up into those two hour blocks and you know, I just, for some reason, like, s- schedules like that just don't appeal to me. I might try it, but at the same time, it's like, well, I want to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to just see how it goes. You know, if I get into a groove, well, I don't want to stop after those two hours. If I'm really, if I'm still yeah. going, well, I'm not going to stop. You know, and so I don't know. It's up to you how you want to do your routine. I think the key for me is having everything on my to-do list and setting the priorities, knowing what the priorities are and any any due dates. And then I can kind of go from there. So then I can think about, you know, what task I really feel like doing at the moment and if I can work according to how I'm feeling. Yeah. So I can be more productive in that way. So I can do the tasks that I'm going to be able to do more effectively. And then I still have those priorities and those reminders to keep me on track when I need to be like, okay, I need to find a way to get this work done, even though I'm not feeling 100% about it. I need to make some progress towards it. So then I, I can start breaking down those tasks into smaller goals that feel more manageable and achievable Yeah. when I'm maybe not feeling like tackling those particular things, but I still need to do them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So before we get into spilling the ink, quick rundown of your routine. Daily routine. Go. So I... Wake up in the morning. I am very, very slow to get out of bed. I'm with her on this. <laughs> I think I rubbed off on him on that. Cause <laughs> well, I've always not, I mean, I've always not been a morning person. So 
Well, he took full advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, me staying in bed gives him permission to stay in bed. I think that I think it works both ways. It's like the longer both of us stay in bed, the but easier it is. To clarify, <laughs> I still, I am usually, not all the time, but I am usually the one that actually will get out of bed yes. and stay out of bed oh, first. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'll give him credit for that. But yeah, I'll get my <laughs> I'll get my phone out and just kind of poke around on my phone and check social media, play some games, just let my brain kind of wake up and get moving. And then I'll go get breakfast, bring it into my office, watch something on Netflix, whatever I'm watching at the time or um, if TV show. I mean, it's summer right now, so there really aren't any TV shows on. But if there are, then I'll watch something in my Hulu queue and uh, then I'll start working and I will work for a few hours until I get hungry and want lunch. Um, sometimes I get up late enough that I don't eat lunch. Oops. And then oops. Uh, so I'll just I'll, you know, work for an hour and a half to two hours and then go take a quick break. And that's usually like just getting up out of my seat is really all that a break means to me most days it's just getting away from my computer i'll go say hi to jesse and see what he's doing i'll go pet the dogs refill water or something like that just to get out of my office for a few minutes and then i'll come back and do my work and do some more work and then if i'm feeling kind of you know if if I'm getting that afternoon slump, that's when I'll maybe go take a shower um, or just completely take a break, go run some errands, uh, go get a pedicure or something like that, and then come back and I'll be feeling refreshed to work a little bit more. And then we usually eat dinner together and we'll watch Doctor Who while we eat dinner Um and so and then sometimes we'll watch another one if it's like one of those stupid to be continued <laughs> that we're like, we can't wait to find out what happens. And then uh, then we just kind of we'll either keep hanging out like lately we've been going swimming um, after that or because it's a billion degrees. We live in on Oklahoma. the surface of the sun. Oh, it's terrible. We're going to move to Antarctica. For real. I'm, For I'm very, real. I'm very serious about this. <laughs> yes, very serious. Yeah, so we'll we'll go swimming or we'll maybe hang out, um, watch more Doctor Who, whatever we feel like doing. Uh, sometimes we go to the movies for discount day and $5 movies. <laughs> so yeah, so that time frame that you're talking about right now, that kind of end of the day thing and even somewhat middle of the day, that's loose. Yeah, it's there really is, flexible. There is Sometimes no... I'm working in the evening. Like a lot of times he'll go play video games and I'm doing more work and I get on a roll after dinner and I'll work a few hours after dinner and I'll get a ton of stuff done. And then I'll go in the bedroom and watch TV just to wind down because I don't I don't like working until I go to sleep. I have a harder time getting to sleep. I always need that like one to two hours to wind down where I read or I watch TV. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's very loose. Like, it, it goes on, you know, what I'm feeling like, what he's feeling like. Um, and then we just kind of 
go from there. So what's your routine like? Very similar. <laughs> so you wake up, look at your phones, because your phones probably have text messages from the morning, because my family likes to text us about my mom's new puppy all the time. So they're sending texts early in the morning. And then, yeah, it's pretty much stumble out of bed, feed the dogs, let them out. And then this is usually before noon. (laughs) Usually. So I've said in the past that I like mornings to myself. So if it's before lunchtime, I'm not really focusing on much of anything. I will look at my inboxes and give them a glance over just to see what's in there. And if it's not a lot, I'll go through it. If it is a lot, eh, I kind of shrug and be like, mm, get to that in a minute. But um, I will do whatever I want, which is usually looking at websites, surfing the web, maybe watch a YouTube video. Um, You know, mindless, brainless stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I know I'm not going to be able to do anything really uh, complicated that early in the morning. So I'll wait till lunchtime. Usually um, what's been happening is I was never a breakfast person anyway. So I usually never ate it. So if I wake up, you know, close enough to lunchtime, then I'll just wait for lunch and I'll have lunch. And then usually once I get the, once I get food inside me, then I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. Like that'll kind of snap me into work mode. And then right after lunch is when I like to get down to doing stuff, doing work. And it just seems like a good time to do stuff. I don't know why, but it just feels like a good time to me. Like hey, that, whatever that, works for you. That time between lunch and dinner it's just because it just doesn't seem like anything really goes on during that time. Like, I know that's weird to say, but it's like empty time. Mm-hmm. So I get my work done in that time. And for me, I like to get what I need to done. F- I oh, hold on. Let me try that sentence again. I like to get done what I need to do for the day. There it goes. <laughs> I got, got it. it. I got it. Uh, before the evening time, because I like evening times to be for myself too. So I like to get on PlayStation with my brother, my buddy, John or Tim. And I like to, I like to do that in the evening times. So my rough routine is basically revolves around lunch and dinner. You know, I guess it revolves around my meals. Mm-hmm. So I like to get what I need to get done in between there. My mornings are kind of shot because I'm worthless in the morning. Mm-hmm. And um, and my evenings are open. I like to play. I like to have the evenings for myself, but it could be whatever, you know. So and I mean, during the day can be whatever, too. Really? I mean, it's not like I have to play PlayStation after dinner. If I didn't get stuff done during the day, well, I can get it done then. Yeah. You know, everything is open and swappable, whatever you need it to be. Yeah. I find that 
that just is a better, it has a better feeling to it than trying to stick to like a, a strict routine or schedule, you know? Yeah. Same here. Especially because like some, some weeks are busier than others. Right. And so some weeks I'm going to be working every free minute that I have. And mm-hmm. so that next week I'm, I'm going to be relaxing as much as I can. Yeah, for sure. To make up for, you know, to let give myself time to rest and recharge. Yeah. So. so the moral of our story is do what you feel is the best for you. Don't care. Try not to care too much about what society says you should be doing. If it doesn't feel right for you, try something else. Yeah. And that's, you know, make up your own routine. Make up your own routine. I like it. Me too. So I think it's time for some spilling the ink. Hashtag spilling the ink. (laughs) Every time. This time it's my turn to ask the questions. Yay. So there'll probably be happy-go-lucky skittles and rainbows. Really? Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Question number one. What is the most random thing you've ever watched all the way through on Netflix? You know my answer for this one because it's your fault. Yes. Uh, What was it called? Kung Fury. Kung Fury. Oh, my God. It's awful. Don't oh, watch it. Yeah. I don't care what he says in the next few minutes. Don't. No, don't watch it. Everybody listening to this, you have to watch Kung don't Fury watch right now. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. Kung Fury. That is the best thing Ever. No, it's the worst. <laughs> I want that half hour of my life back. Ah, Kung Fury. It yeah, is it's the only most... a half hour, but it is, uh, it is a half hour that I want back. Yep. Yep. There is a tri- Triceratops police officer, if that gives you any idea of what you're getting yourself into. Oh, it gets so much worse than that. It does, and it's great. No, oh, Kung it's Fury. So bad. That that's gotta be that's gotta be it. The most that random is, thing you've ever that watched. That is the most random thing I've ever watched on Netflix. Oh, so we have the same answer on that one. Well, because I had heard it's about it. It's all your fault. I had heard about it and I was like, oh god, I have to I have to see this. Like I heard description about it and I was like, this is ridiculous. I have to see this. And I watched it. And yeah, the most random thing. The entire show is random. You don't know what's going to come out next. Yeah, and then it finishes and you're like, what did I just watch? Yeah, you kind of... Do I get that time back? No, you don't. <laughs> you it's sure unfortunate. don't. It's um, It's the entire decade of the 1980s mixed with an acid trip. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's insane. It's crazy. So that's, yeah, Kung Fury. Watch it. Do no, yourself, don't watch it. Do yourself a favor. Watch it. Don't watch it. It's just, not that long. Just, just kind of skim through it so you can see how insane it, it looks, but you don't actually no. have to spend 30 minutes watching the whole Sit thing. Sit down, make popcorn, and watch it. No. Next question. If you could trade lives with one person for an entire day, who would it be and why? Mm. Trade lives with a person for a day. I have a couple of answers to this one. Hmm. That's a good question. I don't know. One, I want to trade 
lives with someone really rich who has their own private island. And then I would just spend all day on the private island. and You'd spend most of your day getting to the island if they weren't already there. No, I could teleport. Oh! Because you're trading lives. So it's like Freaky Friday. Like you wake up and you're that person. Yeah, but... No, I mean like that person would have to be on the island. Well, they would be on the island. I would want to trade somebody who was uh, trade lives with somebody who was already on their own private island. Oh, I get it. Being served drinks with little umbrellas and yeah. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. And then I'd want to trade lives with the president to see like all oh, the secret places that's and all the That would be mine. I want to trade lives with the president, and the first question out of my mouth would be, do aliens exist? Yeah. <laughs> or my first command would be, uh, I want to visit Area 51. Can you take me there, like, right now? Ooh, that would be fun. And they'd be like, why? And I'd be like, I'm the president. Do it. Yeah. You have to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I would want to know, like, all the secrets. All the secrets. All the secrets. Oh, I would. Oh, I thought of a third one. I would trade lives with the CIA agent to, just to see if it's really like TV shows or what it's really it's like. It's not. There might be some similarities, but you know it's not. Except I would have like all of their superpowers, so I wouldn't die. I would trade lives with a golden retriever that lived with a rich family. Ooh. Because you have know, a lazy day. you know, that's the life. That's the life. That dog get pampered. He's probably got 15 beds, all the treats he can eat, probably has steak for dinner. I want to be that dog. Well, it's not a bad one. I like it. Next question. Next question. What is something you've always wanted to try but have been too scared to? That's a good one. I know. I don't even know I, if I have an answer to I this one. Always wanted to try. Oh, I do have an answer to but this. But too scared to. Mm. When I was a teenager, the answer would be asking out a girl. Oh. <laughs> but I've done that now. Yeah. It's still scary. You figured that one out. It's still scary. Yes, I did figure that one out. <laughs> even though it was over email and not actually talking to the person. <laughs> that makes it a lot easier, actually, when you're not talking to them or face-to-face, -face, believe it or not. <laughs> so... Huh. I keep saying I want to do karaoke, but I think when it comes down to it, I would be too scared to get on the stage. I'd have see, to I'd, be... See, like, that's the thing for me with this question. It's like the stuff that scares me, I don't want to do it. I just don't want to do it. Like karaoke... It's I have no desire to because it scares the crap out of me. Yeah, see, I don't I mean, like. I would totally go skydiving 100 percent. I would go skydiving. I'm sure it would scare me. But see, I this question, it's like. The reason I haven't been skydiving is not because I'm too scared to do it, because at the end of the day, I would do it. Yeah, you would. I would absolutely do it. Uh huh. It's. You know, planning it out, it costs money, Uh huh. all of that stuff. I'm sure in the moment, I would be terrified. You couldn't pay me to jump out but of But I know. I know from experience that with stuff like that, it's just, you, you just got to take the first step. 
And then it's the ride of your life after that. Yeah, except that one step is off the side of a moving airplane in the middle of the I sky. I could do it. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, you probably could. They would not be able to pry that my kung fu grip off the side of the plane. <laughs> they would. There would be no way. No way. I get vertigo when I'm on top of a ladder and I look down. I was scared when I went ziplining, but it was just, I mean. See, now ziplining I'll do. It's like you, you climb up that tower and once you're up there, it's like, well, there's only one way down. Yeah. And you're strapped in, so what's the big deal? Yeah, for some reason, there's a big difference between free falling, plummeting to the earth, and like being strapped in, like to a zip line. Well, or, you're strapped in in roller coasters and you won't do those with me. That's because they give me the weird feelings. Oh. Oh, I guess that's understandable. Yeah. They, my stomach comes up into my throat and I make this weird like noise. <laughs> it's terrible. It's I really love bad. roller coasters. No. Mm-mm. Love them. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yes. Not happening. Yes. You have all your fun with Sky. Would you bungee jump then? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I wanted to bungee jump so bad when I was in Greece. No. We were in the Corinthian Canal and we just had like a, a, I don't know, like long enough. There was a shop there. We had long enough to like go get snacks, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they had bungee jumping and I was so upset that we didn't have time to bungee jump. I would have done it. Bummer. Absolutely. You're crazy. It would have been so awesome. Not really. Yeah, it would have. Mm-mm. Yeah, any of that stuff. You just got to get over the first the first jump. Oh, yeah. You know how I'd do that? I'd pass out. <laughs> well, then you'd just fall over the side and you'd be good to go. <laughs> but I wouldn't be there. I'd be passed out. Oh, you'd wake up in the middle of it, I'm sure. No, they... I'd... With the wind whipping through your face? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think you would. No, I've been through I've been through traumatic experiences before in my past, and my brain erases them. I don't remember. I think you'd wake up. Even if I did, my brain would be like, not recording. <laughs> so when... So when not I go... Not recording. To, not recording. <laughs> so when I'd actually, like, come to... And they'd be like, well, how was it? Oh, I don't even remember jumping. I I was just on top of the tower, and now I'm on the ground. Mm, Great. That would be a bummer. I don't remember at all. Boo. It's happened in the past. Oh, well, you can watch me bungee jump then. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'll watch. I'll film it. Okay, cool. You're Deal. crazy. It would be awesome. Anyway. Anyway. That'll do it for this episode. <laughs> wrap things up yes so if you guys we appreciate you listening if you liked what you heard heard he can't talk today so i will take over from here if you like what you heard (laughs) please leave us a review on itunes we would so appreciate it it helps us get into new and noteworthy i think Uh, that's over is it yep Uh, this is episode eight oh yeah it only lasts for eight weeks yeah, but we put three. We started with three episodes. Oh, that's right. Oh, so we so still we got have some a, time. Oh, we still got some time. Help us get into new and noteworthy. Um, that'll help more people discover us. And um, it still helps anyway. 
regardless. Oh, yeah. If, and yeah, leave a review. And we'd love to hear what you have to say, if you have any feedback or yep. things you want to hear about, um, any ideas for the show, we'd love to hear them. So be sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can subscribe there, too, and get all of our latest episodes. And then you can visit our website at companyincpodcast.com. Yep, and that'll just about do it. Thanks very much for listening, guys. We will talk to you later. Thank you so much. See ya.